Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. I'm going to try to keep the days straight. We, yeah. took the, we took a drinking day on Monday, so we weren't <laughs> in. And then yesterday, I mean, about four times, I was like, hey, this is a good Monday. Yeah, this, this is a good, good Monday, Monday show. Yeah. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Grant, keep going. It's Tuesday, Locke. <laughs> So it's Wednesday today. We got bag milk. Yeah, we're talking bag Oilers milk. today. We got yes. I'm sure he'll want to touch on the uh, the soccer as well. I know they're having a big watch party down at the oh. Oiler Nation headquarters. That doesn't make any sense. Like, how is he? How are they soccer fans? Because they are connected to a group that writes about soccer. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, all right, because we can't get him to talk about any other sport. No, like he'll never football. talk about or any other hockey team other than the Oilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it is what it is. Somebody sent this to me. We've played these in the past. I'm trying to remember. There was one that they did with ABBA or the mashups. There yeah. was another one. They'll, we, they'll take, yeah. Metallica had another one. Yeah, we played it. Yeah, I think it was, um, wasn't it? Um, the Bee Gees or something Bee like Gees, that. Bee Gees, something like yeah. that. Anyway, this one is interesting because it's, um, you got to listen for it. The, there's three songs kind of uh, wired into this one. Men at Work, uh, Down Under, Metallica 1, and then Judas Priest, Painkiller. So it, it's it's another one of those Bill McClintock. Okay. Um, he's quite famous for them. It, and it's Mentalica. And it's land down one no land down wonder <laughs> one as in one. Anyway. All right. I don't know. I I find these things wildly entertaining. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. I haven't mentioned this in a while, so maybe it's worth bringing up again. It's an explanation as to why the the majority of the population is not represented by the political systems in Canada. And mm-hmm. in most democracies, to be honest, if you actually look at what's happening around uh, the world in democratic s- country situations, this is quite common. This is, not, this is not an anomaly to what's happening in Canada. Um, have you ever given money to a political party? No. Okay. Then you're in the middle, probably. Mm-hmm. I have never given a penny to... I shouldn't say that. You, I you had a green... I it was spent like a $5, $10 membership. It was a $10 membership, membership yeah. to the Green Party. Weren't you part of the <laughs> Which, rhinoceros party at one point? Anyway, so what ends up happening is they need money, and they need to fill the coffers. Yeah. And you need to um, get contributions. And unfortunately, the people that pay politicians are generally people with more extreme views. Like people that donate money to political parties. And and listen, I'm not saying this to be a dick. 
I'm saying it because it's true. It's maybe, yeah, they're more passionate about that party's cause. And, yes. Yeah. Jimmy is literally one paycheck away from being homeless. <laughs> like, one, he misses a paycheck, he's homeless. He can't pay his rent or eat or drink beer. And he donates to political parties. He's an extremist. He is only, the extremist only once a year, though. Room. He's an extremist in this room. Okay, he's an example of where we're at with politics. So when they form these policies and they put these parties together, who are they going after? The people that are given money, and it's it works on both sides. So it works on the right, mm-hmm. and it works on the left. You can be angry about the left. You can be angry about the right. I'm telling you about how the structure of politics works. So if you're in the middle, if you're just a normal average guy that probably has a conservative view with maybe some liberal leanings, you're in the middle. You are completely unrepresented. Mm -hmm. You do not have a political party and you go into this situation every year that you're voting civically, provincially, federally, and you're struggling to find somebody that actually represents you. Okay. This is quite common. It is. Yeah. Okay. And this is me. Yeah. So when I look at things like that address last night, which was was quite balanced, I know that that woman does not represent 100% my views. Mm -hmm. And then when Rachel Nutley comes on after her and then makes her statement, I know that she does not represent my views. I know I'm I'm completely unrepresented. So when I'm watching stuff like that, yeah, I think last a lot time. of times I'm watching it from an entertainment perspective. Yeah, right. Like that's why I was saying, have your queuing on bingo card ready. <laughs> and I'm actually hoping now for extreme views from Danielle Smith because she's had the courage to actually share her extreme views. It's more entertaining if for she's me up now, there. It's more entertaining. Yeah. I've been able to remove my anger about not being represented by an understanding of why I'm not being represented anymore. Now, this is probably a lot more than you wanted to hear this morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, (laughs) but I'm telling you, I watched that last night with the hopes that she was going to say something insane. Because you you never know, right? I was hoping... You never know what, what she could come out and say, and it could be very entertaining. I was hoping she'd say something insane because then you'd write a grant report about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. It's too close to an election. She didn't. Yeah, it's too close to an election. Now, here's what will happen now, right? We will all be disappointed no matter who gets in because what's going to happen is we're going to make a decision in the next provincial election next year okay yeah and then someone's going to take over this province and last night i actually think she's even the gap mm-hmm. because she hit a lot of the things that i think well, people she gave are people very, money right there's a lot of things that she was saying last night that i think people do think about and are concerned about mm-hmm. She doesn't have to represent your views, but from a person watching where I know she doesn't necessarily represent me 100%, yeah. I was I was mildly impressed with her balance and what they're trying to accomplish. I didn't watch it. Which language did she do it in? <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> We're
We're not doing this, Greg. Uh, that's my prediction. Yeah. Okay. Um, and after that address last night, you could tell that uh, Rachel was watching from my perspective. Where please say something crazy, right? So yeah. that I can lean on that in my address. Just and, waiting for that. And she didn't. And then I don't think I don't think Rachel knew where to go with it well, because she kind of did a bunch of things that Rachel would do, right? <laughs> Giving money and rebates and. <laughs> I think what happened last night is we even the gap between the NDP and the UCP, yep. right? So, again, that's my thoughts on what happened last night. I just went to my Twitter and um, pinned the story about this Canadian company that's making these um, armored vehicles that are really cool. The company is uh, Rochelle, R-O-S-H-E-L. Rochelle, yes. I'm so, pretty sure I'm saying that properly. Yeah, they make all sorts of armored vehicles, like ones for the SWAT team. You know, when you see the yeah. SWAT team rolling and they got the big armored vehicles, they make those trucks. And um, But they've got, like, um, I think over 100 vehicles in, in Ukraine right now yeah. that, that are, they're using for the, for the war against Russia. Um, and they're spinning out, like, almost two a day, and they've been expanding, um, like, they're their operations to keep yeah. up with the demand. I guess he got his start. He created a, um, he created some sort of technology for armored vehicles that allowed the companies to take control of the truck. If it was ever robbed. Oh, okay. And so a bunch of companies that do the pickups like bank stuff and, and, and big deposits and things like yeah. that, they started buying into this company and um, and he made his money there, and then he sort of expanded. And these trucks are kick ass. The vehicle that um, that that they're sending over to Ukraine is called the Senator. And there's a quick little rundown on the on the vehicle. There's like a ten minute video that's kind of cool to watch. Yeah, this guy's really. They were doing an cat. interview with. Um some of the workers and, and some of them are Ukrainian. Well, that are like building these trucks here in Canada. And then what ended up happening was um, they started using these trucks in in Ukraine, right? Yeah. For the war. And word got out that they were being made in Canada. So a lot of the Ukraine, um, like people who are coming from Ukraine to escape the war, mm -hmm. were like, can I work for your company? I can weld. Right, so he, yeah, he has this, thirty of them. He has this whole line of these guys, and, thirty and Ukrainian newcomers. <laughs> this 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 guy that owns this company, he goes, I've never seen. They got they they highlighted this one guy. He says he's I don't know why it, it, what he does or what what he eats in the morning, but he does the work of ten men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really cool looking truck. So they take they take an F three fifty, I think. They take a Ford's chassis. Okay. And then they tear the truck off of it, and then they build on that. And it's like armored steel. It's it's um, they. It's I, like something the I Pope would drive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could license it for Edmonton. Might but, be a little heavy on gas. Yeah, might be a little heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Switch from a minivan to an armored car. <laughs> <laughs> I might come. I might start driving you again to work, right. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can get some time in behind I the don't wheel. I think Jimmy could get in it. So what did Bruce Lee pass away from, according to... They say it was a uh, reaction to a, a painkiller that he took, like a uh, like a Tylenol equivalent. 
So something, yeah, he took a, a like a, a version of Tylenol in, it was in Singapore? He was in Singapore at the time. Hong right? Kong. In Hong Kong. And and he had some sort of an allergic reaction to it, and it caused a um, burst blood vessel in his brain. Yeah. There's a more technical um, explanation for it. Yeah. But they are saying now that they don't think it was the Tylenol or the, the version of Tylenol that he took, that he, ha- that he didn't have an allergic reaction to it. They were saying that he had a hypo... Hyponatremia. Natremia? Yeah, it's a kidney thing. It's right? when a person cannot get rid of water fast enough, so he actually drank himself to death with water is what they're saying. He drank so much water, he, his kidneys shut down because uh, he wasn't peeing it out. And they say that was brought on because of his love of weed, uh, made him thirsty. He was drinking a lot of water. I think um, he was also on Grant. There was something else in there, too, because I read the article. Yeah. There was something else in there, too, that he was... On some uh, weird diet, like a carrot juice thing. Yeah, he so was, he on was a, consuming a bunch of liquids to keep his weight down. But yeah, the the new study, the new research is basically saying the theory is that he drank too much water and killed himself, which happens. Does happen? It yeah, actually it happens. happens. Yeah, I I know people who have gotten really sick from drinking too much water. Well, like, they're remember that radio for contest? marathons? Yeah, that happens. Yeah, where they so that's a similar thing. The old radio contest was like, drink a bunch of water and don't pee yourself. And yeah. whoever doesn't pee themselves or whatever wins. And somebody died because they drank she, so much water. She won an Xbox and then on the way home died. Yeah. Um, that's a true story, actually. It's the I've, reason why we I've know heard about it. that of people, you know, their kidneys shutting down and stuff like that. Because when I was a kid, we used to do like a game. We called it sploosh, which is the same thing. You drink water until you puke. Sounds... Um, <laughs> And and then we were told, yeah, maybe we used to do that at camp, and we were told maybe you shouldn't because people have died doing it. They say the uh, when you have that much. Was that Bible camp? You were doing this? Yeah. It's a they fun s- game. <laughs> Sounds fun. Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh. Yeah, how you- is how is this just coming up now? <laughs> Never brought up drinking till you puke. <laughs> Drinking water till you puke. Drinking water till you Should puke. clarify that. We used to, st- we, we used to, like, they had this thing they called what, the fort, and we were standing on top, so it was basically everybody was down in picnic tables, and those who wanted to participate stood up there, and you just drank until the first one that exploded, and we used to do how that. far the water it used to go. We used what to do it time. on Power 97. We called it Milk Wars. Yeah, the, the I've done the four-liter milk challenge, because it's, Physically impossible to drink an entire four liter of milk, but I've tried. <laughs> they also said Bruce Lee uh, had previously injured his kidneys with all the martial arts. So basically, oh, okay. all these factors: his diet, his water intake, his love of weed. It all did you made know him that? the perfect case? Not because so, I had no idea. But apparently, he was quite heavy on on the on the pot. He was specifically. Um, a, a huge fan of hash, yeah, and hash oil, and smoked it quite regularly. That has recently come out in a book. Like he was a daily user. I had no idea. Did you, Jimmy? You're a Bruce. I Lee. heard. I heard rumors that he did, but it's just there was no. Like I understand, like with these new theories and stuff like that, because technology is better now, and they have better ideas on how. I think I see what's this happening. Be, this isn't. Um, this isn't better technology. This isn't a re 
Like no, they, they're not, no, it's just they didn't dig him up and and no, do no, another no. But I mean, uh, I like think a, what they're doing more and more about his his life and what could have led to his. There death. was a theory recently that he had heat stroke before too. Yeah, that was the last kind of theory. But well, what happened was somebody wrote a book. His daughter or his why somebody released a book, and they were talking about his water intake. And then doctors started to look into it, and um, and that's why they they have this new theory. And it's just a theory, um, but again, it's kind of ironic because he was like, "Be water, my friend," was one of yeah. his sayings, right? Um, anyway, that was first. The water speech had nothing to do with drinking water. Don't do pot or drink water; it'll you kill you. Understand the yeah, irony yeah, yeah. of him that being a statement. I realized the two actually don't. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the clarity. Thanks for clarifying that, though. Okay, Jimmy, appreciate it. Another moment with Doctor Locke. Our very own Grant Johnson got married this summer. Um, met this beautiful young lady. Her name is Michaela. Mm-hmm. She's got two kids, Nora and Donnie. Yeah, Donnie's three. I uh, just turned three last month. Yeah. Nora's five. Yep. Kindergarten this year. Yep. Right? Okay. So he's basically got these Petri dishes running around the new house. <laughs> and uh, I think we were we were out on Saturday. We were at the the square. They're putting the tree up. Yeah, down at Churchill Square. We were talking about the fact that you basically said the kids have been sick since September. Since school started, really. They've just it's been, just a cycle. Just one Maybe a couple good days and then sick again. Sick and, again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just constant snot. Right? Yeah. Anyway, um... And then he admitted to me late last week that you guys are so desperate to stop this cycle of yeah. sickness that you've resorted to voodoo. Well, because there's no medication anywhere. There's no children's Tylenol. There's no, there's nothing. Yeah. So literally the kids have been so sick. People are like, do the onion thing. And are like, literally at okay, this hold point. On, hold on. What's the onion thing? So you just chop up onions and put them on a plate in their room. <laughs> and you just leave them there, and it's supposed to clear up congestion or whatever. <laughs> I'll say this: I, I was like, I know it doesn't do anything, but at this point, I'll try anything <laughs> because they've been sick for so long. And it's like I, I went in their room the one night to check on them, and I my sinuses cleared out because <laughs> the smell of onions is so strong and burning. <laughs> so maybe it does do something. I don't know. So what they're saying is, because this is a trend on social media, right? Yeah. They're saying um, the onion thing is 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 not a doesn't work. Yeah, I think this one you're talking about was the in the in the socks too, <laughs> which people have been doing for a long the, time. It's the other thing, putting them in the socks. So if you're treating your kid like an onion bag. <laughs> To school I don't know though. Tra- with, with, chop up some onions and put them in your room while you sleep. It feel like it clears you out. Your eyes burn. This doesn't work. Okay, this is coming from the ear candle guy. <laughs> Try it. Don't put them in your socks. But this is the trend on social media: the stuff in the socks. Yeah. That kid's not getting beat up at school either at all, eh? Why does Jerry smell like that? Well, it's voodoo. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. 
It's finally here. Canada's first game in the World Cup since 1986. Playing a match against Belgium. If you are taking time off of work to drink and watch soccer during the World Cup, it's important <laughs> that you play the part because you need to convince people that you are a longtime fan. Your boss might need to believe it. And one of the ways you can do that or you should do that, is to change your language when you talk about soccer or people won't believe you. First of all, it's footy. It's not soccer. It's not a jersey. They're not wearing jerseys out there. It's a kit. You don't have a jersey. You have a kit. It's not a field. You don't play footy on a field. They play on a pitch. It's not a goalie. He's a keeper. They don't wear cleats. They wear boots. And if the game ends 1-1, it's a draw, not a tie, and it's not boring. What I find most entertaining about today's Canada match is that it feels like people are disappointed that it starts at lunchtime and not 5 a.m. <laughs> Have you picked up on that? People are so yes. excited about bars being open early in Alberta that they can't wait for a 5 a.m. game. Sorry, a 5 a.m. match. I, I don't think I'm making that up. People were disappointed about the noon start today. The next game is a 9 a.m. start on Sunday, so that might satisfy your morning drinking needs a little better. But go Canada. Let's win this match. Come on. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Get new merchandise. We now have underwear. Turn your lady on like never before in the locker room briefs. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, we're going to do our goal off. Okay, so, so you start. So how, because I know it's going to, because I always scream into the mic, how far away I, should I have this thing? Back it up a little more. Yeah. Usually, I usually distort it when you do this. Yeah, all right. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Canada scores a goal. Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies. Goal! <laughs> okay, that wasn't as high as I was hoping. <laughs> All right, Grant, you're next. Goal! Vibrato. I like the vibrato. All right, here we go. I get more practice because of the Scorpions thing. Yeah, right? I guess. <laughs> you sound like you that just sound angry. <laughs> you sound like you just lost something. <laughs> He's got a good Andres lung capacity. Andres Cantor from yeah. Argentina. There you go. Hopefully, we'll get one today against Belgium. And now, nerd news with James P. White, the first. I don't know if this is really nerd news, but. Uh, in Black Panther, uh, the the new one that just came out, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Namor, he was the bad guy. They actually had to, uh, because of the size of his package, had to CGI make it a little smaller so it wasn't so prominent because it was really, yeah, noticeable. So yeah, that's it. Good nerd news. He wanted to talk really badly about this, too. No, I didn't. <laughs> You've been you're, bugging you're, us to talk about this for days. You guys are such <laughs> I had not, You guys, oh, you, you need to find something to talk about with this. 
There you go. You heard it here first. Breaking news. <laughs> they had to reduce Someone his Someone had a package. huge ball Namor. of Black Panther. Namor has a huge one, and they had to edit it down. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Why did I know we that you were going to turn this on me? <laughs> we sure deliver the news here. <laughs> All the important stuff. In the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. If you ever, um, if you ever have time to ask before a fight, like if you're going to get into it with somebody, um, ask if they if they have brothers or not. <laughs> <laughs> because I I think a lot of times, like I grew up with a sister, you mm-hmm. had sisters, Two sisters. Like, we're just not good fighters. No, right? Like if you've ever seen me fight in a bar, it's it looks like a dog fight i would just, love to see that it's though. just it's awful like it, there's no coordination it's, it's and if there is any fight you get hit you go like why did you hit me well yeah, imagine just three of us getting in a bar fight oh my god we'd have jimmy spinning mum chucks around well i'd be asleep <laughs> i'd be in the bathroom <laughs> by nine i'm usually asleep in a corner Black Crows, Brothers, Chris the singer, and then Rich Robinson's the uh, the guitar player. They're trying to play here. Doing a show in Australia and uh, trying to play a song. Oh! Some dude runs on stage. It, it was. It's interesting. You can go find the video. It's all over. Um, the thing about the video that is... is wild is rich is waiting he's watching him rich is a guitar player and he's sitting there waiting for an opportunity because the guards and then he goes over top of the security guitar and smokes this guy in the neck with his guitar first chris tries to hit him with the mic stand misses and then (laughs) he gets towards rich yeah and rich grabs the guitar and over top right in the face and the thing that the other part of the video that i find in it's intriguing is that the two brothers are standing there and they got the security guards holding them back <laughs> yeah because they're going into the they're gonna go in and get this guy yeah and beat him up even further he interrupted their show and they didn't know what he was gonna do i mean and then they'd start like th- this is another thing too because they they're legendary fighters apparently um well remember we talked to the drummer yeah we did yeah <sighs> the old drummer from Forrest. the black crows what was his name again google it quickly Oh my God! I, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. I'm gapping on his name. Um, Steve Gorman. Gorman. Was it Steve, Steve Gorman? Gorman. Yeah. yeah, he just, he wrote, he wrote a book, and he said quite often they'd be like, "We're have rehearsal, or are they recording?" And he'd be driving in, he'd park, and he'd get out of his car, and there'd be Chris and and Rich just standing there, the fighting, just exchanging <laughs> blows in the parking lot outside of rehearsal studios. <laughs> yeah, man, don't mess with brothers. Do not mess with brothers. Little Black Crows gives the news. Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I actually want to see that Avatar. So Avatar 2 uh, coming out December 15th. I might actually pay to go see that in the theaters. The Way of Water is what it's called. Maybe That's that when you a- have to see in the theater, I think. Because the original yeah. one you had to see in the theater. That one was amazing. Maybe that can be your Christmas movie with the family. Avatar 2. Like I got to say in that. <laughs> You're going to be watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 4 or something. No, right now there's been an early call for the for the new Wakanda. Wakanda! <laughs> um, 
So the one you were talking about earlier with the guy with the you were with you the wanted package. to talk so badly Wakanda about Forever yeah. Black yeah. Panther. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's on the list right now. I don't know if I. Although my older daughter might surprise me with mm-hmm. that being her pick. We do, when the girls come home for Christmas, we always do a movie. Yeah. Right? Because we're always by ourselves. We don't... You don't have family. My family doesn't come to see me here. <laughs> so you go to the movies. <laughs> so we go to the movies. Uh, you can actually buy tickets for Avatar 2 right now, too. You can pre-purchase your tickets. Yeah. I would look into that if this is something that you're really interested in, because I have a feeling that it's going to be... It's going to be the monster one, this... The- for Christmas, right? Well, James Cameron was saying in order to make any money, it has to be one of the top four or five grossing films of all time. So they basically have to Set break the bar a little high there, eh, James? James? He said to make a, <laughs> to make even a dime on this film, they spent so much <laughs> making it, they're going to have to be like one of the top movies of ever. Which he already has two of them on the list. He's the Avatar Titanic. and Titanic. Okay. So he's got two of them already. So All right. I think it's a safe bet it'll probably be. I think, you know a what? A very successful movie. Yeah. I mean, you're the only one I've ever met that's never seen it. And that was, I would always say, I just, I missed it in theaters. and You you turn it into a bit. It kind of, well, I missed it in theaters and then it was like, all right, yeah. I'm just never going to see I Avatar. Get, I get it. Yeah. I thought you were going to go when they re-released it in theaters a couple of weeks ago. I we, thought you were going to go. We went to the theaters, and then I was like, I don't really care to see it. Let's go see something else. What did you see instead? The new Olivia Wilde movie. Um, don't worry, darling. It was really good. Was it? With Harry Styles. and Yeah. What else is in theaters right now? Yeah, I don't have... worry, darling. I watched that. I really enjoyed, enjoyed that one. I just have stopped going to movies. Um, I just don't go to movies anymore. Yeah, I don't go very I don't, much either. Because the only thing that, that's out now is Marvel. The only thing that that, that that's, gets look a, at this like Black Panther and Black Adam are yeah. two of the biggest movies taking up all the screens right now. So yeah, so and I have I have less than zero interest in mm-hmm. seeing either of those movies. So I, it's, it's, I think a lot of people are like me. There's a George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie I've never heard of. What? Ticket to Paradise. Did you even know that was... See, this is the thing, right? Could they spend so much money promoting Marvel. these awful comic book I, movies that that, that that everything else gets buried? I George heard, Clooney is in a movie... With Julia Roberts. I heard and, about it because he was talking about... Uh, I are saw they a an interview or something. In the movie? I think they're supposed to be, yeah. Uh, Ironically, Jimmy knows about it. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. want to mention this again quickly. We're working with a local company. Mm-hmm. We met Melanie when she kind of got a bit of um, a little pop across the country because she did a nickelback candle. Yeah. And uh, the candle is, uh, it smells like gingerbread. Yeah, like cookies that one of their aunties makes yeah. that they're big fans of. So yeah. they did this. She did this candle for Nickelback. She's in Sherwood Park. Yeah, she's got a great little site. She does a bunch of different candles, um, and it's her little business, right? Anyway, um, we we uh, we interviewed her. She brought us a Nickelback snap candle, and then we um, ended up. Uh, coming up with an idea to raise money for the Edmonton Food Bank by doing a locker room candle. So we have a three-pack of locker room candles. Mine smells like beer. Grant smells like chicken. Jimmy's smells like the den of sadness. Mm -hmm. And get lit. That's what mine's called, Grant. Uh, Finger wicking good. Jimmy? 
The candle of sadness. Yes. So you can purchase these by it's going a trio to of candles you get her um, webpage and putting in an order. Something for Christmas. There you go. It's good stocking stuffer. There and you the go. candle of sadness is a good gift to give to someone that you don't like. Well, Somebody said it might keep uh, mosquitoes away. <laughs> or bears. <laughs> or polio. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, if you're interested, Jimmy will send you a link, um, or you just type in Prairie Rose Candle Company, mm-hmm. and it's on the webpage as well. Back Milk, Oilers Nation, and a game tonight, so we'll touch on that, but I want to... I want to uh, start with this. So, puck goes off the ice, hits Jack Campbell right in the beak. He goes off the ice. If you haven't heard, he broke his nose. So, you have to have two goalies suited up. So, they rush and they go grab um, the backup goalie who I, I guess they... They they have a backup in the building, right? Yeah, and they always have an emergency. Yep. Usually, it's the Zamboni driver. And I think you guys, <laughs> I think Oilers Nation, you guys might have tweeted this, but I I saw it when Gene tweeted it. It was like a 15 second video, 18 second video of this kid with glasses on walking down the back hallway in his gear, going to find it. They were going to find a jersey for him, and his name <laughs> yeah. is George Blinknick. Blinknick. And uh, I guess he plays Dib 3 hockey here in town. He's uh, He was going to throw uh, 40 on, younger kid, and he looked terrified. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was that look of panic on his face. Like You could just see it like, please, Stuart Skinner, just stick in there. Like, I'm here. This is what I do. No one ever expects the e-bug to go in. So, yeah, he had that look of terror on his face. for. Oh, well, we always, so you know, you think about the time that the Leafs got beat by the backup emergency goalie, right? That guy yeah. was amazing. He became a hero. <laughs> yeah. He became a national. Yeah, David Ayers. So yeah. anything can happen if you had to get in there. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I just, I laughed. It was such a short video, but you could see he was just on the verge of hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll hit this uh, quickly as well. Um, do you think Ron McLean like floated the the weekend and and uh, Ryan Reynolds thing out there as a joke? I don't know. Like when I saw that too, I was just like, the weekend's now involved in this. Like, <laughs> again, when we talked about it last week, I believe Ryan Reynolds got a lot of money. He ain't got team money, and he's got more on the weekend. So, I like, it's an odd duo, but at the same time, it's a cool duo. And if yeah. you're a Sens fan, you're like, yeah, I want Ryan Reynolds in the weekend on my team. Like, maybe he comes out and plays that I can't feel my face song before the opening night. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everybody's having a good time there. Deadpool and week, the weekend show up. So, I don't know what's going on there, but it was, yeah, there was a lot of news when Ryan McLean started talking about the weekend potentially being involved in there. I couldn't tell if it was a joke. I think it's real. Is it real? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, maybe they need another guy, and maybe the weekend raised his hand and said, I'll jump in. I mean, it's, yeah, like, let's, it's smart. Let's just make a list of Canadian celebrities that have a little cash and want to buy the Ottawa Senators. Celine Dion. You know? like, where's Jim Carrey? What's Jim Carrey doing these days? He made a movie in a while. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I think we actually we did that. 
when Ryan Reynolds was in the news. We kind of went through the celebrities, and we were trying to think of, <laughs> of who, who would uh, join him. Who came up on our list? Kevin Leary. Tom Green. He's from Ottawa. Tom, Come on. Tom no, Green. I don't think Tom Green has the pockets. <laughs> there was a couple. You mean the guy that screwed the moose is our team owner? Anyway. Uh, the game tonight, 530, the Islanders. Jack Campbell's not yeah. playing, is he? Because he says he can. I, you know what? I think he has to. Like, you, at, at some point, you have to play Jack Campbell again. And if you're looking at the schedule right now, this is the quote-unquote softest landing for him. Now, that was I. I was saying that before he got his bell rung and took like what does the universe have against Jack Campbell yeah. right now? The guy's yeah. sitting there on the bench and he takes one right in the beak. We thought he took yeah. it in the eye on the broadcast. You see a picture from yesterday. His face is all swollen. So if he can play, I think this is the softest spot for him to play. And it's been two weeks. Yeah, he hasn't you played since gotta the throw 10th. him in there. So if he can, if he can breathe, uh then yeah, I think you have to put put him in tonight. It might help. <laughs> Shake things you up. You know what? Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe getting your bell rung is what wakes wakes him up. You know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe sometimes yeah. you need a good pop to the nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you watching World Cup at all today? It's one of those things where I've got it on in the background right now as we're talking, and I like the spectacle of the World Cup. I like just the whole everybody's into it. It's like the Super Bowl, but the whole world actually cares for once, you know? So it's it's one of those things where I I'm enjoying it and I'm gonna watch the Canada game and I'm gonna cheer the boys on and it's just been fun so far. It's it's a really cool tournament. I always like watching it and it's fun that it's on kind of first thing in the morning, kickstart your day with little sports. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy the morning games. So Grant Grant's got a uh, Grant report coming up about it. If if you're like us and you don't know a lot about soccer, he's got because everything's different, right? He's got some tips on 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 how to watch soccer here. Words you have to say. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I need this. I need. I'm so lost, Grant. I have no idea yeah, what's we'll, going on. We'll like. get to that. Uh, one more plug quickly uh, before we let you go. You've got the brunch for Ben coming up this weekend. Brunch for Ben coming up on Saturday. So we are down at Soho on Jasper Ave. Doors are opening at 10. It's at 11 a.m. start. So we're going to have a little viewing party. We're going to raise some money. Uh, we're going to try and raise as much money as can for the Stelters. And we're going to donate, give it to them. And they're going to donate to a charity of their choice. We're all, this is an all-ages event. So if you got the kids, bring them down. Kids under 12, we got coloring contests for you. We've got all kinds of prizes to give away. Our fantastic sponsors just hooked us up with all kinds of things. So we're going to have raffles. We're going to have uh, a good time. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food. All the things that you would expect from an Oilers Nation brunch party so that's coming up on saturday tickets available at nationgear.ca but if you want to come grab your tickets because this thing is going to sell out and yeah. we are almost there we are right there yeah you need to buy tickets ahead of time you so. need to buy them right now um grant just took a look and it's it's a slim pickings so uh good event thank you for that bag milk orders nation thank you for your admire your time thanks boys you've been listening to the locker room podcast not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.